Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin, who, by the way, Pipe, Ron's, uh, his attendance has been exemplary lately. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like you, baby, you've done a really good job of um, just being on the program lately. Which oh, baby, thanks for that affirmation. We need, to get yeah. him, we need to get him like an iron-on patch for his jacket. Dude, yeah, we need to give him a little attendance patch, a little good attendance patch, and uh, and then get him back out on the road because I'm sure you know. Oh, it's it's, it's coming. It's it begins on Monday to be honest. Because because then he needs to show off his patch to people across. Correct. Yeah, baby, where are you going on Monday? Uh, Heading out for a little uh, retreat uh, near uh, near uh, B Pipe, actually. Wow, in uh, Gatlinburg. Oh, Gatlinburg. Yeah. Mm. Watch watch out for bears. They they run rampant. Like when, so Pipe, when Big M saw those bears and she knew we were going to the same area, she, it's literally all she's been talking about. <laughs> this chick loves bears and things like that. I mean, she's just, she's just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over things like that. So, well, wow. They're, yeah, they're, they're fun to see. And then when they get up close, it's, it's less fun because. But dude, are the, uh, the baby bears, are they like, can they still just like tear your arm off or, you know, or how does that work with them? Well, you know, I didn't stick my arm in front of them to find out, but, um, the, the baby bears are like the size of a St. Bernard this time of year. So, so they're uh, like not little, they're not really baby. Yeah. They, they're cute from a distance. And then you get up close and you're like, that's, that's a 90 pound creature or something. So yeah, I don't know. Like a baby giant. It's like, yeah, it's just a baby, but it's a giant. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would mess with them. They also I would suggest I mean if you want to see them leave food out, but uh also don't leave food out. That's not a great idea. That's what yeah. the people who we were out in that area with did and it worked really well, but also it made the bears stick around and uh you know try to like climb the house. So not yeah, encouraged. Well, for sure Big M's going to leave out like she's going to like start cooking for the bears right now just to leave stuff out for them. That's how invested she is in seeing a bear. It's insane. She's well, Googling. folks, this has been the Happy Rant Nature podcast. Uh, <laughs> we've done what we always do. Yeah, uh, I'm ready to wrap it up, boys. Is that good? Let's just talk about bears for two and a half minutes. Why don't we make it the world's shortest app yeah. um, just for something to do? Maybe you're ready to get out, out on the road. Can I ask a bit of a semantic question at this point? Yeah, I'm throw it uh, up. I feel like when most couples take a trip, they just call it a trip or we're like we're going away for a few days or whatever. Like, do you always – if it's just you and Big M – taking a trip, do you still call it a retreat? Because to me, a retreat implies like there's other programming involved. There are other yeah, people. No, no, this is a retreat. This is like a pastor's wives kind of retreat thing. We're doing. Yeah. It's not just me and Big M. Yeah. So yeah. we yeah. got to get you back to your normal schedule of doing that thing every couple of weeks. Like it's, it's, it's beginning again. I feel like I'm kicking Good. off life as usual. I know his pastors are coming out of the country. woodwork saying they're right. ready to retreat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We're getting Maybe back. How's the, how's the Yoda life lately? Um, it's been oak. I don't know. Ask Pipe. I, I can't judge my own. Fair, fair to middling. Fair to middling. Okay, yeah, work I mean, he's cutest priest, man. No, that that's not an insult. It just means like you're. I would say like meets expectations. You're just sort of just putting the putting the reps in. 
you know, getting yeah, some shots up. You know, yeah. you, you can't uh, always you can't always be inspired, and you know, but there's been a consistent, steady, reliable source of of Yoda work from our friend Ron. I was accused of trying to overtake him on Twitter recently, which oh, is just talk about that pipe. What well, happens? It, it goes back to that old thing where anytime if you if you ever tweet anything that sounds thoughtful, any of our listeners who don't understand the true nature of Yoda are like Yoda tweet, and then they tag Ronnie and try to make us pick a fight. Uh, so were you dabbling in a little Yoda stuff, and you felt like I, you I don't, infringed on his territory? A little. I, I don't think I did. Give us each a lightsaber at that point and, uh, mm. and fight it out, right? Yeah, mm. I mean, I, it, I guess so. I, I didn't think I was. I think, I think I tweeted something to the effect of, uh, it's hard to hate someone you pray for, which... Okay, that's solid. See, it see, but it also seems fairly... Like there, there's it's no sort of straightforward. There's yeah. nothing incomprehensible. About there's it. nothing about that that you have to go. Hmm. There's no hmm aspect to that. It's just like you agree or disagree kind of thing. Whereas like Dude, Ronnie's, Yoda, Ronnie's tweets have like a touch a, of. The, yeah. Like what the bleep is he saying? You know? Like, yeah. There's a touch of like uh, Emily Dickinson, you know, symbolism in there. And you're like, I, that might, it sounds like it probably means something, but I'm a little lost. I feel like Ron's been, he's been doing a lot of work with a, like the hard return lately too. There's been a lot of spacing stuff going on. So I feel like you got to make it terms. a little more comprehensible, boys. I, I want it to be I want everybody to be able to marinate in every line. Mm. And, you know, they are, dude. I mean, you know, they, they got to be. But, boys, speaking of marinating in every line, we've oh, got yeah. a we've got a yeah, we've got a very special sponsor. This X, week. Yes, we do. Um, right? Yeah, we do. They made a big commitment to the program in that they booked one week of sponsorship. So <laughs> shout out to Jared C's publisher. Um, really big financial commitment. We appreciate the faith, uh, in the program on that, but, um, Piper, we didn't suss this out pre-show. So we're kind of going, uh, a little bit off book here, but don't you think because we have Jared C's best friend in the whole wide world on our program that he should do the promo read for Echo Island, the, the brand new, uh, smash hit Wait, young adult is novel. Is this the by one that you blurbed, or did you blurb a different Jared? That's the one I blurbed. I blurbed this. Okay, yeah, I feel like I feel like the two. Of, I feel like the two of you need to take this it. one then, because yeah. now, between best friend and blurb master, like I, I'm, I'm a distant I, I third. Blurb master. I'm, I'm, I'm with the, I'm with the B master on this one. The B master. <laughs> I've gotta, I've gotta ask a question, and this might be a little awkward, and I don't want to cause conflict between you, you guys and each other, you guys and Jared. Yeah, not at all. Throw it out there. Am I the only one on the program that got asked to blurb this thing? Um, yeah, I did not get asked. Baby, is that hard for you? I mean, given the depth of your friendship with Jared and like all the all the time you guys have spent together in the trips and the retreat that he's be honest with gave you, me photos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. It was uh it was it was peculiar for me, but as I've gotten to know Jared C, like Jared C is not like Un, you know, unlike me, and maybe I don't know. I'll just say you, Big T. I'm not going to throw yeah. this on pipe because I've been hanging with you a little bit longer. Like, sure. Like we don't we don't have to be as well thought out about every move we make in the yeah. world. Jared yeah. C is incredibly well thought out. So, Dude, because, really, be, well, because I because I've never. I mean, you've you've written like fiction stuff. I haven't yeah. before. Yeah. He wouldn't ask me to blurb a fiction. Not, I mean, you know, forget the fact that I've read two thousand like fiction books, like because I haven't sure. written one, like yeah. you blurb it. But since you've written some, yeah. like 
going to ask you to do it. So there's there's kind of like that Enneagram five, like it, there has to be a, a thread connecting it kind of. Dude, there's a, yeah, there's intentionality to it. Exactly. And, yeah. And because so, he and I are in that, we're in that tight fraternity of, of oh, Christian like fiction writers, male fiction writers, I male mean, fiction writers, you know, I mean, once I'm just you, trying to break into it and I can't, I can't get where you guys are already at apparently. So, you know, it's, it's my it's failure. It's rarefied territory. It it's really rarefied air. And I'm, you yeah. know, I'm not part of the club yet. I get that. It's just tough it's deal, where baby. Tough deal. Has me. It's where God has you, and I want you to be faithful in it, okay? I'm going to try. Uh, I'm trying to be faithful in it. Brighter days ahead, all right? Brighter days ahead. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going to try to covenant with you two to not sort of, um, I don't know, lord that over you. You know what I mean? I don't want to I don't, wanna use don't that. Like I don't want to use that. Don't Gentiles with us, Big T. I'm begging you. Yeah, I mean, I, is this I is this the kind of covenant where like it costs you your life if you break the covenant? Because that's <laughs> that's a strong commitment. I'd rather just lord it over. Yeah, maybe, and maybe I will. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to write any any checks that I can't cash. You know, so well, you gotta you gotta let me think about it. But so here's something for you, man. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a ha ha, but I want to throw it out there just real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, as soon as I found out we were promoing. Uh, Echo Island. Yeah. E-H. Five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote Jared C. I sent him a little text and I said, you know, just doing a little promo. And, um, Mm -hmm. one of the things that happened, like this was before the book came out. This was months ago when I knew the book was coming out. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I, (laughs) I was talking to Jared C and I kind of just forgot the title, so I called it Echo Canyon, not sure. Echo Island. <laughs> Dude, which kind of makes sense, because if you're in honest a canyon, mistake. there's going to naturally be an echo. Yeah, And like you're an audio mistake. guy, you get that. Yeah, right. there's, yeah. not, there's not, there's not gen, which is kind of weird for his Enneagram 5 mind. There's not generally an echo on an island, but there sure. always is going to be, you know, in a canyon, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I called it Echo Canyon, and he, like, obviously corrected me before I even got the word finished, you know, coming out of my lips kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I've kind of called it Echo Canyon, like, whenever I talk to him forever, because that's just funny, right? Interesting. And um, so I said, oh, you know, just promoting uh, Echo Canyon right now on the rant. And this was his reply. You ready for this, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, if y'all call it Echo Canyon, so help me. See what I'm dealing with? Fine, fine, Jared. We won't call it Echo Canyon. In the spirit of social media, we'll call it Echo Chamber. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I mean, I literally can't remember what it's called now at all, to be honest. And I know Echo Isthmus a minute ago. Dude, too. He's one of those authors that's like real sensitive about the the show getting the name of the book right. You know, he's he's one of those prima donnas in that way. Yeah. So when you promo, when you get ready to blurb it right now, Big T, make sure you yeah. call it Echo Canyon. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call it Echo Canyon for sure <laughs> for you. Um, I, I honestly, to to tell the truth, I don't know where he got the I don't know how Echo Island played into the novel itself, other than that being the name of the island. I mean, it could have been it could have been called Ronnie Island or Piper Island. Because there's know. really nothing echoey about it. Is that what you're saying? To me, I didn't I didn't catch I didn't catch that. But I may I be. Is that because you Honestly, read the first finished, seven pages so and know. stopped? No, dude. I read. I, okay, so full disclosure, and this is no ha has here. I read literally the whole thing. I read yeah, every course, page yeah. of it. Yeah, 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 such that like other novelists who I know in my life who I haven't read every pages of their book, like they, they got a little offended. Like there was a little sense of like, gosh, you don't read, you don't read my books at that level. But um, I can honestly say I truly enjoyed the book. Uh, I planned on reading seven pages when I got seven pages in uh, I was kind of hooked. So I just kept going. 
You're and, like, I'm uh, sorry, Nicholas Sparks. I just haven't managed to finish any of your books yet. Yeah, dude, it's been a little weird between me and Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, well, know, Nick to, is to be Nick honest. Is that way, man. Nick I mean, is a little sensitive that way. You just know? He's just one of those guys you got to keep telling him how great he is all the well, time. When you're right. when you're such a just a a profound elite artist like him, you you know you kind of live in your feelings a little bit, so that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, well, that's totally. I, we've always known Nick to be a little sensitive like that. I mean, that's it's, boys. I feel like this promo it's going a little wild, and we well, need we're to bring this thing back in. Giving we're them a giving lot them a, of cash on the on, on the return for this one big team. Yeah, we're giving them a ton for their one week commitment. You know, um, they they gambled on us, and we're 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 sure giving them a lot. So, um, Piper, I feel like we do need some kind of a standard promo read from you that we can bounce off of. Do you have copy ready from the publisher, or are we just uh, well, are we you, totally vamp? I I would like to hear. I think you've actually read your blurb on this podcast previously, yeah. but you know Happy I would to do it again. Yeah, let's let's do that again because yeah, read I, your blurb and then just give it a little summation. Yeah. yeah, we'll give yeah, your I summation and then I can kind of fill in with what the publisher gave. But my guess is your summation will be better because the publisher doesn't want to reveal too much because you know they want people to buy and read this thing. So yeah, yeah. I'd go, go with your blurb and then just sort of a. High points, and then maybe we can do like a comparison of how does this compare to like other young adult fiction? Uh, because yeah. I know you guys are big fans, yeah, yeah, dude. Do you guys want to do you want a little peek behind the curtain at my my friendship with Jared? My, my, you know, not quite best friend, so it's not going to sound like Jared and Ronnie, but do you want to hear the note that I wrote him like before the blurb? Yeah, man, yeah, okay, personal touch is always nice, yeah, man, throw it out there, Jared. So a strange thing happened as I was fully prepared to half bleep your blurb, as I have done for many others before. I read the whole thing and really enjoyed it. In fact, if you can spare an extra copy when it drops, I'd love to give it to my sons. I think they would benefit from it. Here's the blurb. Feel free to use as much or as little as you'd like. So that was the note. And that just touched off just some really deep correspondence, man. I I won't get into it. But, um, you know, just kind of sharing each other's hearts. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... I feel touched. Yeah. Feel, well, you know, um, he is, he is very effusive. So that makes sense. He is. Here we go. Uh, here's the blurb. Two things I've never been a huge fan of are book blurbs, perhaps besides Twitter, the lowest and least sincere form of human communication and young adult fiction. But after reading echo Island in its entirety, I am at least momentarily a huge fan of both. This book was everything a young adult novel should be. Fun, hopeful, thoughtful, challenging, and full of the kinds of characters you see aspects of yourself in. And oddly, as a middle-aged father, I found myself being edified and encouraged by it as well. Ted Cluck, author of The Extraordinary Life of a Mediocre Jock and The Outstanding Life of an Awkward Theater Kid, co-host The Happy Ramp Podcast. Um, so that's it, guys. That's the blurb. Do you, do you guys have any questions about the blurb itself or about the book? What did you? I got a question for you, pal. Yeah, yeah, lay it on. What? Okay, if you had, okay, just pretend like I haven't read the book, but you know, I'm just, I'm like Gaga for like Mysterio, like fiction type stuff like this. Sure, you know, sure, sure. Like if you had like, you know, so we just finished lunch. I'm late. It's kind of like the end of every pod we do together. I'm like, dude, I really have a heart out. I got to go quick. Tell me about the book. Like, what did you yeah. like about? It? What was it? Yeah. So I think what I what I liked about it. Distinct characters. So oftentimes in these like packs of kid novels, you know, kid uh, novels where kids are roaming around in packs, right? One of them is named Johnny and one of them's Timmy and you don't know who's who and there's really nothing to differentiate them. Um, it was easy to differentiate the characters. I mm-hmm. was 
kind of immediately drawn in by the dilemma that they were faced with. Mm. And I wanted to know what was going to happen to them. So like kind of in a nutshell, it started there. But then like because I've I've done this stuff before, I was kind of curious to see how Jared was going to weave in the whole like he wrote this for a Christian publisher. So there has to be some Christian stuff in it. And um, I've got to tell you, he wove that in really, Mm. really well. Mm. Um, It wasn't on the nose. It wasn't heavy handed. There was nothing really like ham fisted about that aspect of it. Did he get the word uh, gospel in there multiple times like he does in the title of all of his other books? (laughs) He he actually didn't. I don't think he used the word gospel once. And it was all kind of like, you know, these guys grow up with a with a huge Jones for C.S. Lewis and Tolkien. And and I'm sure Jared was no different. So it was it was kind of a shout out to those guys, kind of an homage, kind of the the fanciful created world thing a little bit. But um, Gee, but yeah, he just did it really that well. Sounds like the gospel of Jesus Christ when you describe it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there was a little aspect of that. But but like I said, it was very tastefully done. Um, he, he did a good thing, which is he didn't start with a message and then reverse engineer a story. He started with a story and wove in a message. And I think that's, that's kind of when it works well. Mm. Good blur. Big T. Yeah. Nice. Good, man. What is the genre of this? Like, is it, uh, is it like apocalyptic sci-fi supernatural? What, where, where does it fall in in the, uh, I would call it supernatural. So it's about a, it's about a group of kids. They get into a car accident. And then when they kind of like come to after the accident, they realize that like everybody on their island is gone. There's like nobody on the island where they used to live. And they used to live in this little like uh, kind of island off the coast of, I don't know, Seattle or Oregon or somewhere. But um, yeah, when they come to, there's no more people. And the the book is kind of a journey of trying to figure out what happened. So I would call it kind of a supernatural thriller. Spoiler alert, alert, he ripped off Left Behind. (laughs) Well, yeah, dude. I mean, don't we all, though? I mean, we all owe a huge debt of gratitude to to Left Behind. Yeah, you mentioned some people look up to C.S. Lewis, uh, Tim LaHaye, Jerry B. Jenkins here. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we all all cut our teeth on that as fiction writers and and as writers in general. I can't um, wait to cut my teeth on that someday. (laughs) Baby, you've never read the Left Behind books? No, I just never have gotten to get a fiction but published so that i can brag about being influenced by what hey well dude you're gonna do a lot of bragging when you get that that christmas sweater novel published and it's gonna be a lot but can i ask you this baby yeah throw it um have you always been like a voracious reader or is that a thing that's that's kind of happened over the last couple years no no i've always been i've always read a lot yeah really so read a lot as a kid yeah Mm -hmm. interesting yeah, like, remember kind of all stuff? those like eleven-hour van rides that he had to take just to get to school? There's probably a Dude, lot of books totally. in there. That's true. 100%. Yeah, that's true, yeah. man. Um, in the back of that Econo line, getting a lot well, of getting a lot of pages Econo in. Line, yeah, the old Econo line. What kind of stuff were you reading as a kid? Oh, man, I don't know. I, it was it's stuff I can't remember, but it would be a bunch of just like you know, really harmless kind of fiction like Tolkien-y like fanciful world stuff or... that man it was just I, I mean my mom would my mom would buy a stack of books and you know what I mean it was like I was just it was that kind of a thing I, I didn't even I didn't even know what I was getting I would just get them and read yeah. them kind of a thing dude this yeah. Echo Island it occurs to me that like this is the book that a mom will buy for her like middle school aged boy yeah, like that's sure. the that's the target audience so if there are moms listening who have 
who have boys who fall in that like age category. This is the book to get them for Christmas. Let me ask you uh, this, man. I want to ask this yeah. as a question for both of you. All right. Sure. Let's just pretend me and you pipe. Let's just pretend that we're novel writers like Cluck and uh, Wilson just wow. for a minute. And uh, if you could like give me just give me sort of a hint of kind of the storyline slash plot of like a novel you would like to write that you okay. have. So a novel that we haven't written, but we yeah, like that you'd like to write that you've kind of thought about, you've kind of run yeah. it through your brain for for so many years, and it's kind of maybe it's not fully fleshed out, but you're thinking like like yeah. dude, I would love to write this if I ever have the opportunity to like get a deal and and make this yeah. happen. I, I've got one, I've got one locked and loaded, but I'm going to let Pipe go first. I want to hear what Pipe has on this. See, you just asked me the unanswerable question because I've thought about trying fiction so many times, and the storyline is always what hangs me up because. Well, for two reasons. One, um, I just haven't like latched on to one that in my mind that I think, oh, that sounds amazing. And two, plot-driven fiction tends to be kind of flat to me, like character-driven fiction. So when you read like uh, uh, <clears throat> Leif Anger or Frederick Backman or one of these guys, like they have plots, but you don't mm -hmm. really. When somebody asks you what the book is about, it's about the characters. So that, but I don't know how to write that. That, that I haven't mm. I haven't puzzled that out. So I don't have like a story that I'm just dying to tell. Yeah, I appreciate, I yeah. Shit, the honesty. Yeah, I I don't know that I have one I'm dying to tell, but there's one that I would like to write, um, and it'll take a lot of time, a lot of research. So my grandpa and his brothers, like when they were growing up in in Chicago, like way back in the day, they were they were bootleggers, mm. and they were part of the like whole. Capone thing apparently and they had a speakeasy on the south side and they would you know these are all kind of apocryphal stories about about the the kinds of things that they got into but I would love to write a story about their family so they were like German German Im immigrants who got involved in uh, bootlegging during prohibition on the south side of Chicago which I just think is all fascinating and I'm 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 kind of in love with the aesthetic of that time, you know, mm. the, the, the dark bar rooms and the, like the, the leather booths and the speakeasies and the suits and Tommy guns and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, I think it would be a fun book to write. Um, and it'd be fun to like write down some of those stories and, and preserve them in, in perpetuity. So but you're saying like, make it like, do like a fiction. Take. Yeah. I think I would have to, because all the people that would have been alive to like, tell me firsthand what some of those, those things were definitively are gone now. So, sure. um, I think I'd have to fill in a lot of cracks and do a lot of my own, my own writing with it. But, uh, but I have written a, a, a longer novel for adults. Uh, it's called re-raptured. So speaking of the end times, um, go to amazon.com, the little company that we've partnered with in the past, uh, type in re-raptured novel. And, um, if you're into the work of Tim LaHaye, and Jerry Jenkins, this one eviscerates their work <laughs> while also being <laughs> um, a re really fun and funny story to read. So um, check it out. It's called Re-Raptured. This isn't this isn't my promo app, though. This is Jared's, to be clear. I don't want to I don't want to step on Jared's promo here. No, I hear um, you. Yeah. Baby, what about you? Are, do, do you dream? Let me ask this before we get into plot specifics. Do you dream of writing novels like is that? Is that lifestyle, that persona, is that something that you dream about in general? 
I really don't dream about it. I do have a bunch of stories on tap, but yeah. it feels um, I'm I'm kind of market driven because anybody I ever talk to it always tells me, oh, those things don't sell anymore. So yeah. it kind of puts a stitch into it for me because I'm just thinking, yeah. well, who's going to put it out? You know, and I don't, yeah. I don't like yeah. to write without it being put out, you know. Yeah. Oh, and, totally. Uh, so I have I have a bunch of stories on tap that I think might be interesting, but like until somebody says like yeah we're interested why don't you go for it you know I just yeah. I feel kinda, I feel a little deflated. Yeah. I would like yeah. to I'd like to write. I mean before I die, which could be like in a week, I, I would love to at least get one of those things out. You know, so I in there you know who knows. Baby, what are you talking about a week? How's your health? No, I don't know. I'm just saying you know I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you don't know. None I'm of us know. Any younger? I'm not like pipe. I'm yeah. not. You know, I'm not getting perpetually younger. You know. Dude, you're retreating though soon. You're getting that rest in. I know, That's I am. Good, so it's gonna put a, it's gonna yeah. add another year onto my life. So. Yeah, you're getting that rest in, baby. Um, well, that's good. Pipe, what did you like? Going back to the reading question, what kind of stuff did you read a lot of as a kid? Uh, all, I mean, just tons of tons of fiction. So I think I read yeah. all of the Hardy Boys books, including like the new series, which basically just meant I read the same book 172 times. Um, Dude, those were sweet though. Oh, there were tons of fun. Yeah. I read I read a lot of sports biographies, like the little kids ones. So I remember like Bo Jackson and Steve Young and Troy Aikman. Yep. The ones that I'd get from like school book fairs. Um, totally. Well, what are those, Scholastic or whatever they are. Yeah. Uh, what else did I read? I read um, – I would get like the big, the big sort of encyclopedic picture books on like military gear through the ages – um, um, yeah, and or like Dude, castles. Did yeah. you guys ever see the cross sections books? Yep. So they were like almost poster size, and it would just like cut a you know the Titanic in half or a castle in half, and you you could just sort of see the inner workings of these things. I used yeah. to eat that stuff up. I just That's like awesome. we didn't have a TV, so I just read all the time. Like if I wasn't outside climbing trees or playing sports, I was reading. Those are kind of the that's kind of what I did. Um, Dude, your parents must have been so pleased with you. I, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think my parents my parents were pleased when I was not being a pain in their backside. And so being yeah. outside or reading were both successful not being a pain in their backside. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I got in I got in plenty of trouble too, but Dude, is was, an Enneagram eight, were you always pushing back on them? Were you always like pushing the boundaries and questioning their authority? Um, I was also the youngest child up until I was twelve. And mm-hmm. so I kind of had the like skate by mentality so uh i didn't so much push back as just ignore yeah and they probably largely given up by the time yeah because by the time you get to the youngest it's like we just can't try anymore we're so tired Uh, you know my parents just i don't i don't even think my brothers would say that's true about how my parents handled me but i just i I did argue with my mom a lot as I got into my teens, but you when i was younger i just my version of pushing back was mostly just not doing what I was told to do. I was like, yeah. no, I don't need to listen to you. That's that's not what I'm gonna do. Interesting. Interesting. I think I think I thought of a a plot line or at least like a plot arena. Okay. That I would try to write. And it would be it would be in the vein of like it would be sort of a uh Friday Night Lights the book meets meets personal memoir. Ooh. So dude, sort of I like, like it. So sort of sort of like washed up high school athlete, best days of our lives, high, you know, f- you know, football and baseball memoir kind of thing. And yeah. then the like, what does it look like to move on from that? But fictional, 
but sort of autobiographical too. Yeah, why are those the best days of our lives? But they totally are because they were the la- to they were the last time we had a chance to like compete for fun, mm. and that was like that was what we lived to do. And then we had yeah. then then responsibilities entered our lives. And there's all the camaraderie that comes from that, and all the yeah, all the peripheral stuff is pretty fun too. Man, yeah, I would read that book and and probably massively connect with it. Um, you should write it, Pipe. Do you think you have enough juice to like pitch a book like that and get somebody to take a flyer on it? I don't know. It's it, when when you step out of your lane, people. I mean, you guys know this because you guys have written yeah. in multiple genres. It, it when you step out of your lane, people, you start back at zero. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a published author. If you like, if you've published a bunch of Christian nonfiction, then you're like, hey, I want to write a a fictional autobiographical memoir about a high school athlete on a bad football team. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going to sell. I know, man. You kind of have to be like... Good luck. Yeah, you have, you have to be a, a massive seller to get somebody to take a flyer on that. But I, I, could, see, I could see it happening for you, Pipe. I would like to, I'd like to see you pursue that for sure. I, I think if I ever wrote that... Un, you know, so Ronnie just said he, he doesn't want to write something unless it's going to be uh, published, which I resonate with because I also don't like to write unless I get paid for it. Um, yeah. But I think with this one, if I decided to pull the trigger, I would write it. And then if nobody else wanted to publish it, I would just self-publish or like serialize release or something like that. Yeah. Because it to write that would absolutely have to be a, like a passion project, not a sure. get rich project. Yeah, I've thought about that pipe. I think for a fiction, I think there's some I think there's some um there's some validity to that actually because again, your your base your base is gonna be most interested in it anyway. And um mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I don't think I think that's a viable option for sure for a fiction piece. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, boys, we're right at about 30 minutes. Um, do we want to wrap it? Do we want to go a little longer? Do we want to get to the Patreon app? What are we feeling? Well, right now? we should probably close up this lengthy pseudo promo by saying, listeners, <laughs> Echo Island, not Echo go. Canyon or Echo Chamber, but Echo Island <laughs> by at Jared C. Wilson I can't remember is available from B&H yeah. Publishers wherever you buy books. Uh, so you can get it through Lifeway.com. You can get it on our little business partner, Amazon. Uh, as I'm looking at the screen right now, the Kindle edition is under $8. So if you're like, if you're an ebook there reader, go. go snag that. Uh, but go check that out. Uh, it Christmas gift buying season is coming up. This is a good uh, good one for all of the the young adult readers in your life. So yeah, go get that. Baby, I've got one more question for you on this, on the Echo Island thing. Yeah. Have you have you noticed, have you discerned, you're a man of cloth, you're very discerning, you're also very close with Jared, well documented. Um, have you discerned a change in his, um, his countenance, his approach, since he's a novelist now? Like, is he doing anything differently? Is he looking at himself differently? Is he walking a little taller? Is the whole C family kind of like walking a little taller? What's What's been the the response like yeah I mean, I internally think been, i think it's obviously been, been life-changing for him i mean well, sure I mean, I mean dude i mean i've not jared c puts an average out of like two books a year and i've and just like you guys you've never seen jared c promo any book like he's done echo canyon man. really I you mean, feel like he's like, done more on echo canyon uh, than it's he's not done even any of his close other interesting not, i mean dude i mean he is just literally he's promoed that thing like nobody's promo. I you mean, can't talk to the guy without him mentioning Echo. Oh, literally, I just go, yeah. "Hey, what's going on?" He goes, "Oh, I don't know, just reading my book, Echo Island again." You know, yeah, it's like yeah. that. Yeah, 
So yeah. uh, I said, and I'm like, dude, we got we got a podcast to do, Jared. See, are we? Can you put that thing down for a minute so we can do our podcast? Baby, yeah. how's your pod with Jared going? I mean, it's going great. It's going yeah. good. How often yeah. do you guys record? Um, we just recorded another uh, another bundle of eps uh, last week. Yeah, mm. that's so a high point. I bet in the week when you get to do that, isn't it? You know, it's what's amazing been, that you know. That, I think it's amazing that Jared can get enough of Ronnie's time to record a bundle of episodes. That's what yeah, I, we I, barely get him pipe. We 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 get him coming or going, you know. Um, but yeah, I th- I, th- I feel like he blocks off a whole day for Jared. Boys, just remember who's been on the pod. Look how consistent I've been on the pod. Let's not let's Maybe. remember the love you gave me at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Let's not take that for granted. Boys, I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you. Um, you know who else is here for us, baby? Dwell Bible. Mm. Um, Dwell is here for us, for the three of us, in a business sense, in that we are partners in business with them. Uh, but they're here for the rest of the Happy Rank community in another way. And Piper, why don't you tell us about that way? Yeah, if you go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant, you can check out the full uh, spate of features that this audio Bible app has. There's there's an abundance of them for all sorts of listeners, whether you're a more serious student or just trying to get into the Bible or just trying to improve your your kind of scripture memorization or engagement habits. They have a they have a bunch of readers, bunch of listening plans, a bunch of features to help you out. And at that link, that's dwellapp.io slash happy they offer a twenty percent discount to our listeners. That is less than two dollars a month for uh, what is the best audio Bible app out there that I'm aware of? It's uh, it's really great. It's a regular. It's a it's it's a regular at our home uh, when my wife's getting ready for work, and um, if I'm out on a run or something like that, I'll listen to it periodically. And just a great way to get the Bible into life. So again, check that out. Dwellapp.io/slash/happyrant. Get your discount and uh, and get a little more scripture into your life. Interesting. Well done, pipe. Interesting. Um, <laughs> no, you know, you know, what's interesting. That's about a great that. filler word for for just, that transition. No, I'm, just, I'm thinking out loud. Like, I didn't know you were a runner, and I want to know, like, what you're. <laughs> what I'm. Do, what uh, are you running? Like, what do, do you, I run in? Run? Yeah. Do you are you like a tights under the shorts kind of guy? No, okay. no. That's. Uh, I think the last time I wore. I think the last time I wore any sort of tights under shorts was like a flag football tournament eight years ago or something like that. No, I'm I'm just like standard like gym shorts and like dry fit t-shirt. So not like skin yeah. tight anything. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm just trying not to sweat through my clothes and make them super disgusting. You're trying to go unnoticed, like you said on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, That's and like, and yeah. I I don't think it's fair to call me a runner. That implies that yeah. that I'm good at this thing. It yeah. I I run in the same way. Like some people have uh, like side hustles to make a little extra spending money. Yeah. I run. That's like my, those are like my side calories that I'm gaining. That's how I there eat and go. drink the things that I like so that yeah. I and not, and not get super large. That's, that's, the you got to find a way to talk inseparably about it all the time. Like the side hustle guys, you know? Yeah, you maybe. Yeah. I, I guess I, I need like a mid-level marketing running scheme or something. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Well, boys, we need to draw this this little side scheme of ours to an end because we have done what we always do on this program, which is wander to and fro throughout Jared's new book and a couple of other things. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. 
Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.